one, wow. two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, we look the same. Great. What, two uh, bearded white guys in black hoodies? I meant the... Hello and welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast, and we've got to talk about it, Charles. Oh, my God. We've what got now? to talk about it. What now? You Fish surprised. releases their summer tour dates, and yet nothing from Dead & Company? When am I going to see Johnny Salami and the boys next? You could just be a fish... What do they call them? Fish, fish boys? Fish boys. You can become a fish boy No, that's actually head. too g- gender exclusive. Well, you spell it funny. Technically speaking. You spell it funny, so it's more inclusive. Technically speaking. Oh, is that true? If you spell boys like B-O-Y... Yeah, or B- I think you B-O- can spell it like Boise, even, and then you get the little Midwest contingent. Yeah, but Boise is in Idaho. Isn't that in the Midwest? I don't That's know. more of the Rocky Mountain states. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Isn't it's more it go- of the Rocky Mountain It goes states. New England. Yeah. The weird shit. And then the Midwest. What's the weird shit? I don't know, like Mississippi and... Yeah, that's down. That's not over. Right, but it's... It's, it's a strips. little over. Strips but it's go down. all the way down, Josh. We can agree that it's over they, and down. Like no, New York. It's, it's, what is uh, New York? It's on New, the That's East the Atlantic, the, the mid-Atlantic. But only this much touches the Atlantic. Well, 98% New York State, of it goes into the weirdness, as I call it. There's the Rust Belt, which I feel like ends yes. in Pittsfield, basically. And can starts like in, in like... fucking Rust Belt? Chicago, because there's like the Route 90 corridor, and that's sort of like a world onto itself. What is it called, the Rust Belt? But just because it's uh, like, I guess I should, we should have had Mater on the show. Mater, of course, uh, fans of the show today. <laughs> I, didn't, I thought I'd, I'm just going to spring it on you. It's oh, okay. I got, I'm prepared. You okay. don't have to be. Well, I, I had an idea. No, we're doing Terminator trivia. You've got to remember about the robots and oh how they fought God. humanity. I thought we were going to go in order. Why? What's That's the point? That's the way my brain works. That's true. Yeah. Because I feel like if we do this, you know, if we if we get like, oh, God, we need a break, we could always come back to the verse of verse like we're doing with the bat verse. And then it would just make sense to just always have this like stockpile. So I don't have to remember which ones we've done. Which Where do we leave off? We have to do the Snyder portion now of the Batverse. Yeah. That's I'm the pretty summer. stoked about that's that. The I, summer. I will say uh, Batman versus Superman director's cut is pure insanity and actually f- it, it, interesting and entertaining to watch. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. Like, I don't think I like them in some ways, but I love them in some ways. I'm and- just noticing you're getting a little shaggy up there. Is that just me? Well, I should you're looking a, sh- a little shaggy. Do- Doif? What does he say? Doif? Squirrel. G- g- have, a, have a snack, my friend. What character is this? Shaggy. Oh. Beloved Shaggy. From yes, the have truth. a snack, my friend. From the, the famous quote from, from Mystery from, Boy. It's tra- from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Shaggy, too. Okay. But then immediately, because it's so fucking cold, I immediately put a hat on to go walk around. In a way, don't we all wear hat on? Hat on when we walk around. When we walk around, yeah, I think so. So you gonna catch any of these fish shows this year? No. You, I don't, fan, you fan of the band? I don't think so. I haven't listened to them. It would surprise me if you were. I, I mean, I got to be brutally honest that I'm barely interested in the Grateful Dead or Dead and Company. But the fact that I've learned that there are two different bands that should say something. Yeah, you've absorbed some of what I've been putting out I'm there. I definitely would go to a dead show with you. It'd be fun. I'd be like, oh, they're doing the thing. And you'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, they don't always those... do the thing this way, but this time they're doing it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, um, no, I don't, uh, no, Fish doesn't, the only the only interaction I've had with Fish is like, I remember a high school non-friend liked Fish and I didn't really like them. So I'm like, yeah, not a great start. And then this sort of weirdo from the Boston 
I'll just say scene. I don't want to get too specific. He loves fish and he is like also the kind of person that I don't really want to hang out with. He's speaking of Boston. You know, Michelle Wu follows me on Twitter. Because you're a fucking award winner. Can you talk like, look at look at how you look I on the recording. I think all gets fixed. I'm the editor. But you're talking I'm so quietly. Turn yourself up yeah, if you're going to speak that's quietly. Nice. Piano scuro. That's not what this is. We're not a piano. piano scuro. Hey, I watched most of the Tinder swindler. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How it's not that? very good. I think if you manage to trick a bunch of uh, blonde European white women, then, you know, I don't know. It's not great. But yeah, where does that trick them? Like, what? Well, basically, it's it's a... Uh, He's an Israeli. Oh. Like a... You look shocked. You looked appalled by that. Well, I, don't, I went, didn't even know we were allowed to say that word anymore. Israeli? Yeah. Why? You, it's not allowed? Because of no, why? Because they're bad, man. Okay. They got that Iron Dome or whatever, and they're just, they're just killers. Iron Dome does sound like it's slang for like particularly good head. Yeah. Yo, I got that Iron Dome last <laughs> night. Yeah. But instead, it's more like a, a missile like defense system. The problem with the Iron Dome, though, is, or maybe does it, it lets, that's right, it lets missiles out. I was saying when you came, it would just get, like, all stuck. I guess you'd the, want the there to be, I guess birth control is sort of the Iron Dome sure. of the reproductive world. Wow. There's so many different Iron Domes. They should do a crossover thing. If I was Don Draper, I'd be like, what is, what is an anaphylactic? No, that's the wrong one. Prophylactic. Know. What is that? Anaphylactic shock is when you, you have yeah. an allergic reaction. I meant to say prophylactic. Just edit it so it uh, sounds good. Uh, probably just, not. Okay. I won't do that. Uh, Tinder Swindler, not great. The kind of that's the archetypal Netflix documentary to have on in the background while you're doing something else. I don't. I haven't. Even with my survivor, like I, I still have not entered a moment in my life where I feel like having shit on in the background. I don't even know what that means. Like it's sort of it's creating more of an, an ambience right. than it is like an information transferal or an aesthetic experience. It's sort of like a nice sort of like oh yeah how about that? So you just look up every twenty minutes. He did like... trick that Danish woman into giving him twenty five thousand dollars in cash. What, ladies? If your man tells you that the diamond business is dangerous and he needs to use your Amex card and also get cash loans from you, ladies, that's a deal breaker. Wait, so what, he would. Have like start he would short term relationships with people that he was fabulously wealthy because his lifestyle was so over the top. But the whole bit was like essentially that's just him floating off of other people's credit for as long as possible and living a very exorbitant lifestyle in sort of short bursts of tricking people. Um, that was like that high maintenance character. Sounds like. Well, the high maintenance character is based on another real. That, that was the famous uh, the the Williamsburg hipster swindler yeah, lady. The, the, yeah, the, the homeless somebody. Helga? Yeah, what, what was her name? I don't fucking know. Yeah, but that that's a real thing too. Look, we got to be honest, Charles. People, you know, gosh dang, they're not always. It's not always on the up and up in this crazy world. So true. You ever been swindled? Yeah, I got swindled. Okay, I got swindled by a robot company. Okay. I guess leads us into our trivia. Like a company today. run by robots? Or? I was trying to buy a Roomba. Okay. This is like the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me on the internet. And hmm, maybe that's not true. But it could. We'll say it's true. I do have that photo of you wearing the Pog Hunter shirt. That <sighs> When are you going to do with it? I don't know. I got to probably ask you to send it to me again. It's been a while. <laughs> I don't think I know where it is. That's probably the best long form prank I've ever done. That it was really a great prank. Didn't really lead to anything... <laughs> 
like because there was no gathering, no large scale gathering for my wedding. I just like the, the end game that I envisioned was you showing up to a family event wearing a Pog Hunter shirt. Oh God, that would have been so good. Oh man, it would have been like it would have been probably the be- better than the wedding. And I love Allison to death, but like uh, weddings are overrated. Well, embarrassing your friend, making him wear a Pog Hunter shirt. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. It's very good. You have to understand, people. I told Charles that everyone at the wedding party was buying a Pog Hunter shirt. You didn't say it was in the... You said for the bachelor party. Okay, it whatever. It was a better lot. I'm just trying to give you credit. Okay, yeah. I don't think I would have believed that for the photos <laughs> at your wedding, that people were going to be My parents were going to be wearing Pog yeah. Hunter shirts, yeah. They're not Pog Hunters. <laughs> I mean, I'm barely a Pog Hunter. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a... What's a... Fuck. This is going to be funnier. Wait, I'll edit this out. What's a baby frog called? No, no. Leave this in. No, I'll edit it out. No, Poly- leave this Poly- in. Poly- Poly- I'm not going to answer. You're telling me that's not going to be content. I'll leave it in. I'll leave it in. It's a tadpole. Fuck. Tad. I thought, what's a polywog? Is that a, from a Narnia? Probably? I think that's like a cute thing. <laughs> well, like then in the Pokemans, there's the polywhirl and polygon. Okay. Now, polygon's different. That's a shape. Yeah. <laughs> that's polywirl. I mean, maybe it's a maybe it's a fucking pokey. Yeah. We should do the Pokemon movies. Those huh? have got to be tight 90s. How many are there? Oh, you mean oh, like the animated bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing the first, anim- the first Pokemon movie was like a huge deal in my life. A cinematic experience. Yeah. I I, I, I missed that era, too. So, Charles, we've got to talk about it. Oh, no. The freaking LA Rams won the Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah. That was a really boring game of football. I found it boring, and then even sadder, I found on Twitter, fans of the respective teams kept saying what a good game it was. And I was like... I mean, I guess so. That's the thing is, it wasn't a, terrible. It just was. It wasn't a blowout. It was very close. There's a lot of punting, but it's exactly you can evaluate a game based on. I mean, and that just means it's a good defensive game, which you know, granted, they don't get the credit. I, I will say that the Bengals got fucked on that pass interference call. That was absolutely bullshit. Yes, that was insane. That's nuts. Whatever. But, but Charles, that actually does bring us to we are in the verse verse. Yes. I was thinking we could maybe edit in tomorrow's episode, but I think no, let's not do any extra work. That'd let's, be crazy. Well, no, it hasn't come out yet. I could we could just we could have recorded like a five minute thing because what I wanted we did um, the powers verse verse verse. Yeah, this coming it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, not to date this or anything. Yeah, we're we're ahead. We're doing good. But it's the day that Fish released their summer tour schedule, and it's the day before the Austin Powers verse verse episode comes out so because there's not a, to date it though there's a new advertisement campaign that features members of the powers verse i thought maybe this would be a fun tie into our Versaverse coverage as we do promise our listeners that as new content does appear we exhaustive and, and we exhaustive do, and tirelessly yeah. well let's just chat about that really quick that sounds um, great so basically, the bit is that Dr. Evil's got the gang back together to save the Earth by switching it to electric so they can later destroy it or something, because it's an electric car commercial. Yeah, all I remember is that he yells at his son. Well, that's the classic, you know, new no, Scott, you stupid in your little butt. That's and good. I was like, damn, they got Seth Green, they got Rob Lowe, they got Frau, whatever her name. I was, I, like, I was more impressed that like they just got the whole gang back together. They got the gang back together. And Mike Myers is looking great. I mean, he was wearing a He's <laughs> looking head. great. Wasn't he wearing a rubber head? Isn't it funny that they bring back Dr. Evil and not Austin Powers? No. I think as we no. watched... You could say... I could have said it that way. Yeah. No, because he did zip it. Zipit, and he was doing his pinky. Yeah, I think ultimately... Remember the pinky thing? Yeah. He was doing it. God. I think at the end of the day, A, Austin Powers is problematic. 
hashtag problematic. Okay, fucking PC fascist. And B, probably Dr. Evil was funnier than Austin Powers by the end. I think when I think back on the Austin Powers films, um, obviously, number one, I love gold is, of course, the, of is course. the best. But as a number two, the this, uh, the Dr. Evil speech about his childhood is, I mean, God, I would say probably Jeez. inarguably one of the funniest things. Of, a, yeah. When, when it first came up, we're like, oh, this is a funny joke. And then it, like movies it's later, really it's good. like they use it. They mine it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and that's when the series is good. Mike Myers does have his sprinkling of fun over a fucking melange of shit. Beautifully put. Yeah. Well, Charles, with that, just out of interest, what would be next if I hadn't decided in the car ride over here to do Terminator? Something sort of boring. So, what is it? The 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 Chris Pine Star Trek movies. Did you see the news that Abrams JJ's doing another one? Oh, okay. So we'll... he's bringing back the gang that we all fell in love with. <laughs> we slept. Christopher Pine mm-hmm. as Leonard Captain ne- no. Kirk. No, Leonard Nimoy is dead. Yeah. But Mr. Zachary Quinto is alive. He's basically dead. What was he? One of my most uh, oft-compared celebrity lookalikes. No, I was about to mention that. The Quinto, the the great ship Quinto, he was on that American Horror Story season, but that was already at this point was some time ago. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, props to him. I feel like if you can make enough, what are the kids calling it these days, bag? Doche. Doche, okay. If you can make enough of that. Uh, the kids are saying it. I'm not going to bother saying it. But if they, if you make that and you don't have to act anymore, he's probably a philanthropist now or something. Look, here's all I care about. The news of a new J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Carl Urban is still getting a paycheck from Hollywood. Hey, I'm going to look it up real quick. Zach Quinto. Yeah. Not what, Zach Efron. He has a Netflix show that's very funny. He seems like a fundamentally broken man. Yeah, I watched that new movie he's in. Oh, uh, Fiasata? Gold. Gold. <laughs> Whoops. Not sure. The fuck is gold? Uh, that's where he gets stuck out in the desert. Oh. On the Australian outback. Because of the gold. He finds a giant chunk of gold. Oh, it's ironic. Yeah. But he can't do anything with it because he's stuck. Is that the irony? No, no. He he's, goes with a friend. Okay. And the friend drives off. Hey, no spoilers. The friend drives off. It's in the first. With the gold? No, the gold's too big. So he's like. Ooh, it's ironic. He tricks him into staying with the gold so that the other guy can drive away. And then fucking. What, what does that guy gain by leaving him there with the big expensive thing? Well, A, he doesn't have. Well, do you want me to spoil it? Yeah, I don't okay. care. A, he doesn't have to fucking roast for seven days because it's like a three day drive to get the oh, big yeah. truck to get it out of the ground. So he doesn't have to do that. And then B, he waits for him to die. Oh, go and back get take, it. And then takes the gold. Does he stuff. die? He does die. Oh, no shit. Yeah, Zach dies. Fuck. I can't believe you just spoiled it for <laughs> me. You fucking told me I could. Jesus Christ. Uh, Zach Quinto. That's his name. Don't wear it out. He's been... Oh, I like that. That's... How would you wear a name out? Just use it a lot, I guess. But I don't know. You can't really do it. How many times have you said Josh over the course of your life at this point? Thousands. Right. I don't think... And I, I you know, I can see the little glitter... Well, can you make eye. me a promise? Mm. Just, I'll just think say. about it. Okay, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll ask you a promise. You, if I ever wear it out, please let me know. Okay, I'd love to know, but I'll just okay. continue using that name until until that point. Yeah. Okay, well, all right, fair enough. Uh, he's been in a lot. I don't know what we're talking about. I guess he doesn't star in anything anymore. But he was in Snowden. So Star Trek Beyond was twenty sixteen. Snowden starring Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, he was. I'm Edward Snowden. He played Glenn Greenwald. The ultimate honor. Wow. Uh, Playing the coolest guy in the world. 
So in 2016, he... now I want to see Quinto do Greenwald. I want to see Quinto do recent Greenwald. We should watch but, it. Uh, yeah, I would like to watch it. We should do a Joseph Gordon-Levitt series because he is, you know, that'd be a fun little bonus. He's good thing. at acting. I want to see the one where he's a biker. Premium. Oh, Rush. Premium Rush. Yeah, I've seen. Dude, it's, I want to fucking see that movie. Uh, it's a great movie. In 2016, he was in Tallulah, Star Trek Beyond, Snowden. And Passage to Mars. Four fucking movies. Wow. And then in 2017, he was in Aardvark and Who We Are Now. He was in the Vark? Uh-huh. He played Josh Norman. On season 12 of uh, Amazing Race, Ro- Boston Rob is reading a clue that contains the word Aardvark, and he reads it oh, Art of a Vark or something. <laughs> Wait, does, oh, wow. Art of a Vark. He, like, he like, saw the double A to begin it, and he's like, I gotta uh-uh. do Uh-uh. 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 Uh, it's a good moment, and that's that. That's the story. He Move was on. in uh, Hotel Artemis in 2018. He Never saw it. Many years on the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt show. Unbreakable. He was in High Flying Bird, the Soderbergh movie that you did. I saw that. Had, the basketball one. I saw that and remember that was in almost nothing about it. Uh, he was also in The Investigation. Didn't you not like the new Soderbergh? Yeah, it was bad. Man. Which one is this? Kimmy. Kimmy? Kimmy? Here's What's up this, with Kimmy? The story is... Um, it sucks, dude. They like this woman's like post COVID. She's scared to go out of the house. We learn for later reasons more why. But basically, can I guess? Mm-hmm. Ghosts? Nope. Those are inside houses. Well, sometimes ghosts they're not. are never outside. That's Josh. not true. That's when fucking not true at all. When have you ever been seen a ghost outside in a graveyard, dickhead? That's inside. No, it's not. That's their There's house. no roof on a. That's fucking bullshit. You just pop out. And you go, can't hey. have them be in houses. And be like they're only in houses. Then say also a graveyard is a house. That's their house. It's that's outside, it. literally. It's their little house. That's bullshit. When you die and are buried in a coffin, that's your little house now. They go out of the coffin and they haunt the graveyard. You rent it or whatever, right? You buy the land. That doesn't, the so, real estate's you yours. Just, the, the ghost doesn't like hover over just the patch. They can go all around the graveyard. Are you sure? Yes. It's more like a condo situation. So, but like maybe that's all. It's like an HOA. They're not, no, you're playing, this ownership. you're playing this pedantic. You're playing this fucking. I'm the pedantic fuck? Yes. I'm the pedantic fuck. Yes. Anyway, no, it goes on her side. She was uh, sexually assaulted um, by, I guess it's not clear. And then she was the one who was like put on trial. So anyway, she has a lot of baggage. She's not oh, sure. over it. But unfortunately, the movie then devolves into the goofiest tone ever for the final third, where they basically just use another woman's rape and murder for her to get a boyfriend. And there's like a scene at the end where she just like skips around with her new boyfriend. I like a happy ending. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Well, that's good. She tells uh, Kimmy to play sabotage. Well, if, if, you're, Star if Trek. you're keeping track, listener, gold ends sad. Kimmy ends happy. Yeah. So, you know. Also, um, one of the movie news. A uh, character who is known as just a stalker is such a good stalker that he ends up saving her life. Wow. Because he watches her all the time. And yet. He's not really like Soderbergh's not like this guy sucks. He also thanks she thanks Kimmy. Kimmy saves the day, which is basically the new Siri. Unbreakable. I don't know that Soderbergh's ever really like seen what people are really experiencing with any of these issues that he's making a movie about. It really sucked. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And Stephen, if you're listening, I still love you. Hey, I haven't seen your movie. Charles thinks it sucks. Po- Patreon. Yeah. Also, Steve, you got five bucks a month for the <laughs> Come Patreon. On, Come asshole. on, you're fucking Aaron Brockovich money. He's got to still have some Give of that in shoeboxes. <laughs> Is that where you keep your Aaron money? I think some of your Aaron money. Yeah. You don't want to give it to the big banks. No, you can't trust the banks. 
Who can you trust if you can't trust the banks? Uh, the Terminator franchise. I trust the banks. Charles, here's a question for you. I was the boyfriend of Sarah Connor's oh roommate, and I like to talk dirty. Oh, fuck. When I put up a fight with the Terminator, I lost. Who played me? Oh, these, this is the kind of questions <laughs> we're going to get today? Who played Actually, me? I did have another idea. It was Matt Buchanan, Ginger's boyfriend. Who played Matt Buchanan? Matt Buchanan? Who's the actor? No, no, no. That's the character. Oh, Ginger's boyfriend. Character. What a boring is name. Is Matt Buchanan. Do you think he, he was m- first seen phoning Sarah and Ginger's apartment? Sarah answered, and he started talking dirty to her since he thought she was Ginger. <laughs> that was fellas. Funny. If you're gonna call someone's home, don't open up the dirty dock. Right, especially in the the age of, I mean, even in the age of cell phones, because who knows who's picking up? The, exactly. Because they could have left it in the park, and then you're just sexting, sex talking some person who just found it and is trying to get it home it is a classic trope of television and i guess film that someone will do that where they're like hey babe i can't wait for your hot big meat wa-. and someone's like uh it's your boss right and my hot big meat wad is for my wife thank you very much I i'm do- a christian man i took an oath wait what do you think to Christians- hunt down the ghosts and kill them in their houses good they don't yeah. go outside now, who oh, played wait. Matt Buchanan, Ginger's boyfriend in Terminator? Who's the actor who played the guy? Um, Fred? Who's the actor? No. I'll give you a hint. It's alliterative. Fred. No, that was a no. Um, there's Alex. a. There's a. There's on Route 9, there's Friendly Freds. That's an alliterative. Is that it? Fred-based. Uh, no, no. The actor is Rick Rosevich. Hmm, never would have the got great that. Rick Rosevich. You know what they say Rossovich about like had a... parts in the films Tropical Heat, New Crime City, and The Morning After. Hmm. And you call yourself a The Morning After fan. I call myself a, a cinephile. I call you Tropical Heat. Thank you. I've never seen you in the tropics. Oh my god, I would thrive. Yeah, I've been to Puerto Rico. Yeah, the little island of Vieques. That's beautiful. Did you have um, a nice time there? I mean, it was under. Strange circumstances. I, totally, it's sort know, of an iconic that. Charles story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge beach guy, so I just sort of, they, they like going to the beach and getting drunk. Well, I mean, you're from Maine, where the beaches are unforgiving. Some of them. Scarborough, man. Scarborough is a beautiful beach town. Now, do you fuck with York, or is York too touristy? Yeah, too touristy. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I once spent a few know. days in York, and I, t- I think I mentioned this to you. Yeah. I saw a fireworks uh, mishap there. Cool, I love those. those it was are incredible. Some of my favorite experiences. There was some poor guy in a big like, looked like a fisherman's like sort of right getup of like yeah. fire retardant, whatever. Hey, at least he was wearing that. At least he's, oh, I mean, thank Christ he was wearing that because it all went off at once. He was on this little dock, yeah, you know, in the middle of the the harbor in, in York, and uh, it, it looks like fucking nineteen seventeen is happening. On this little, it was incredible. On Zimmer's Blair. I was like, excuse me, did Mr. Roger Deakins shoot this? Did he? No, it was a fireworks mishap in York, Maine. Maybe he was there. I don't shooting. think so. I don't think so. Yeah, we had um, the best fireworks display. We found out later because the newspaper told us. But at the time, we were like, this is the best fireworks display ever. It was like five minutes long, and suddenly it all happened at once. And we were just like, wow. Yeah. This is what the... So there's the... What the Revolutionary War people probably experience? Just like sex. How did director James Cameron get the idea for the Terminator? Uh, is this the dollar sign thing? No, that's, uh, that's no, it aliens. Is. He put a robot. Well, I'll give you a hint. The answer provided here is not what Harlan Ellison would agree with. <laughs> Harlan Ellison right. definitely felt like 
this was stolen from him. But what did Jimmy Jimmy C say? What did he freaking say happened? I think he uh, probably he say had happened? a dream about his ex-wife or something. He had a dream, correct. Cameron was in Venice with a fever when the idea came to him in a dream. <laughs> he dreamt about a rubbit exoskeleton rising from the flames, which became one of the classic scenes in the film. That's right. In the bones. He dreamt of bones. Yeah. The bones are their money, and so are the b- worms. Can I can I propose something while we're in the midst of the trivia? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah I had yeah. this idea. We should have done it for the previous two Did entries. it come to you in a dream? Actually, it might have. It might have been a hypnagogic state, at the least, very least. Um, but I was thinking, while we're going back, we'll probably be re-entering eras where a friend of ours was once alive. He is now dead. Who died? Roger. Deacons? No. Ebert. Oh, right. So I thought maybe it'd be fun to pull up. He died a while ago. Because we'll be watching, really going back to talk about Terminator 2, maybe. And That's just, right. His favorite up, movie. Bring up some reviews and read through them or something. Sure. Does I mean, if you fun? want to, I don't give a shit. I'm not, I'm, I got my thing I'm doing. You do your, if you okay. want to pull something up. Yeah, I'm not changing. I'm on funtrivia.com slash English slash movies slash The Terminator. That's a good URL. I could remember that and go to it later. Well, it's E-N, but I said English to make it make more sense. Wow. You know, spoken aloud. Here he is. Terminator 2 got three and a half out of four stars from Roger. We'll come back to it. Yeah. More yeah. trivia, please. We do love Roger. The Terminator, of course, I speak of Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was in a commercial as well. This is actually pretty good. You, you, that one was okay. The, the problem man. is I can't remember what it was for. I remember more him being Zeus. Was it more electric car shit? Yeah, there were so many. Fu- it was electric cars and crypto, and that was it. The well, that's the my two major passions outside that's, of podcasting. Wow, and masturbating are the electric news. cars the news. and the news. Electric cars and the other one, crypto. You did the. You felt you did the Coinbase. Uh, you scanned the ad. You scanned. The I did. QR, yeah. I didn't fall for it. You fell for it. I knew what I wanted to do. I said, I will do this. That's what everyone says about advertising. They know that, that, that oh, I was doing because I actually wanted to. But did I no, buy anything? you're a fucking rube. Did I buy anything? I don't know. How much uh, of the crypto did you buy? Hey, we're, we should launch Amy our own. actually doesn't listen to this. So. We should launch our own crypto brand. How do we do it? I don't know, really. What would we call it? Uh, movie coin. <laughs> People would love that. Yeah. Maybe or we could end sell coin. It. Maybe we could sell... What? First coin. First coin? We could sell... No, that's um, poetry coin. We could sell movie coins once it gets big to like AMC or something. Yeah. Yeah, they're the biggest in movies. They are. They're so big. Or they, you, American movie classics. No, no. The Isn't that what the movie theater companies Yeah, called? same one, I think. They had a station too. I don't know if they're the same company. How could they possibly be two companies in the theater sphere? They're Look it up. In, in the cinema... Oh, different. Look it up. Was AMC up. the like same it. as AMC? Google. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> I'm John Hams. AMC this is Super Bowl. Channel. We all we did all think that the Rocks intro sucked. Yeah, it was terrible. It was you so looked, so stupid. What did you call me? Looked like a marker. What is that? What you said? He looked like maybe a that's marker? what Max said. He just looked. He looked like a marker. He's wearing this like weird maroon suit it's like maroon it's weird uh, core.com what's the difference between amc theaters and amc the channel in the case of the tv channel amc stands for american movie classics right amc theaters is a totally different american company. movie cinemas in this case it stands for american multi-cinema fuck 
It's the country's largest theater operator. So here's wow. what we make movie coins. They get big yeah. and popular. And then we sell them to AMC. And you can use your movie coins not just to make millions, but also to buy a pop Get a Diet Coke. Get a pop of corn. Or a pop of corn. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Mm. It's a fucking great idea. I <laughs> love it, a pop of corn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Terminator steals some clothes off some punks. Yeah. Who, now a bigger star, played one of those punks? He's dead, too. He's certainly dead. Yeah. Um, not alive. Bill. I don't like him that much. You're not a fan. Not a fan. Charles of Bill. is famously not a fan. Bill Paxton. That's correct. Bing, 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 bing. I got bing, one. Bing. I can't believe Bill I got Bill Paxton has gone on to star in movies such as Twister. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's not the one I would choose. Wow. Yeah, right. I love Twister. What is the year from which Reese is sent to make contact with Sarah? I'll give you options. You ready for this? The future year? No, it no. is a future year. Okay. Is it A, 2126? No. Is it B, 2028? No. Is it C, 2029? No. Or is it D, 2057? D. It's C, you dunce, you fool, you idiot, you slovenly wretch. You're no fan of the Termination. This This sucks. I'm the Termination guy. We have our first cell phone toss of the evening. Yeah. Though as a max of two, the stakes are somewhat low, but we are halfway there. I can go pick them up. I can go pick them up. I'm picking them up. Okie dokie. I was Sarah's roommate and had a love for music. <laughs> um, Mitch Henderson or whatever. Mitch Henderson. Mitch Violet. Henderson. Violet? The, Violet. Just Violet. Play, no. a be, Bess Mata played the role of Ginger Ventura. Ginger. Hey, it was a color. That's a fun. Ginger Ventura is a great character name. I kind of Why feel like they. What's, his, what's her boyfriend's name? I feel like they're not a match based on the name. It's brilliant writing. It's, it's though the writing is like think above about that. A, a fucking ginger being in love with a what was his name Matt Buchanan yeah, Matt Buchanan he sounds if you're like, a ginger Ventura date like a Raul Sampson or something sure but like Matt Buchanan sounds like Lord Snicklefried someone that like runs the camera on a conservative talk show can I just say something the question includes the sentence unfortunately I was no match for the Terminator as though that distinguishes Ginger from the hordes of people <laughs> mowed yeah. down by fucking Terminators why are we dogging on Ginger so much she's trying her best in this crazy world she was one of my faves yeah she, I mean yeah no one was a match for the Terminator except for Sarah Connor Sarah freaking Connor in the first one in the second one she becomes she needed the help of a guy yeah and she a guy named the Terminator yeah Charles, let me ask you this. On what date did the Terminator arrive in L.A.? And let me explain. That stands for Los Angeles, the city of angels. 1987. So close, but wrong. 1989. Mm, No. 1972. Incorrect, friendo. Wednesday, December 8th, 1982. Mm, We're getting closer, but no. I'll give you a hint. It was Taurus season. Oh, God. I don't know what this And I'm is. a Gemini on the Taurus cusp. That's okay. my hint. Ooh. So let's say... Fuck. I don't know. Maybe When's May my birthday? 8th? You're so close. 1984? It's May 12th, 1984. Oh! So you did manage to use that... The old the hobby cost, ticker. That's a great clue. People always clue. say you're not the sharpest knife in the drawer. And I say, hey, he did get pretty close on the Terminator yeah, date guessing. This is like Jets, like 
I'm good at losing. Mm, now, here's a question good at losing. that's interestingly placed in the order of questions. How many questions? What are city is his Terminator <laughs> in and is happening? Which of the cities? Let me run through some cities: Cincinnati, you don't Ohio. Have to do that you really don't. Uh, Boston, Massachusetts. No, it's, uh, Albuquerque. Can you imagine the Terminator in Boston? Oh my God! I, I would love. Hey, uh, SNL. I don't know if you're listening. And freaking Bill Burr is Bill Burr Bill is Burr's the Terminator in case like is the Reese character. Yeah, exactly. Are there any famous Boston women, or do they all just leave? There's got to be famous Boston women. The first woman to wear Uggs leggings and a North Face fleece. What was her name? <laughs> God, Boston. So glad I'm out of there. What city did they freaking did they do it in? Was the movie in? Do oh, you think? Uh, uh, give you a hint. It's not San oh Diego. God, I don't need any more hints. It's not San Francisco. I don't need him, but I'll take it. It's not Phoenix, Arizona. Is there another Phoenix? Well, in well, uh, in in Harry Potter, uh, the rising, they got uh, the freaking the bird, bird, the bird itself, and he cries and he cries. <laughs> a fucking baby. I'm a bird. I mean, maybe I'd cry if I was a bird. You know what? When that Dumbledore character died this time, when I was watching the movies, I was like, "Thank fucking god, yeah, this guy's that guy weird, old." What's he doing with all these kids? Big robe. Get out of here. Go retire, for yeah. fuck's sake. And then he gets retired from life. By Voldy? No, I think I forget. Snape, Snape does it. We're going to have to do that. How this. and why, I don't recall. I don't remember to this day if Snape's good or bad. My memory really peters out after the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Because that one is like, you know, it's big it's wizard game. jam-packed with good oh shit. Oh, my God. In the movie, Mr. Robert Pattinson... Is in it? What? As Cedric? Really? Yes. I forgot about that. Indeed. We'll have to do those. We sure will. This year, maybe. Alohomora. What's that? What city did they oh, do right, Terminators right, right. in? I'll take one more not hint. Not Phoenix. And then I'm going to lock in. Not San Francisco. Not San Diego. Not Santa Barbara. <laughs> that was my... It's. I got to tell you right now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. it. Okay. It's the City of Angels. In the city, the city of angels. Um, I will say this. You're correct. It's, it's Los Angeles. Thanks, thanks. Uh, we, the freaking Super Bowl. And like, don't get me wrong. All right, look, I love a good time. All right. But this halftime show. <laughs> you. It's crazy. It wasn't even real music. They're just talking. How old are you? 400 years oh. young. On, on my on my normal person Facebook, there, there was someone oh, no. who posted the ultimate boomer take of... Uh, the NFL is hastening the end of music. By, by, by. This boomer realizes that he's closer in age to Dr. Dre than he is to anyone controlling. He, the, he's mean, closer to the grave, my friend, than either. But the point I'm trying to make is this. It is like we're dyed in the wool millennials. 90s kids will remember and we do. We miss when Pizza Hut had indoors and we can make the pizza at, for birthday parties. Nerf. They don't have Nerf anymore. They still have Nerf, but we were we liked it because we, we are like millennials. It. We were freaking raised by MySpace. It was awesome. Does Nerf stand for something? Yes. Not ever rectally fulfilling. Yeah, exactly. Because look, you can't 
You you're not going to get off one of those. You just squish. You just sit down on it. And it well, they're not really over. designed for that. So you know, yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to have to turn somewhere else for your anal fulfillment. Also, if, if there's, I've, 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 <clears> hey, how about you try words, my friend? Hey, just a producer's tip: try words. Okay. If there's anything I've learned from listening to Jordan Jesse go, yeah, it's a rival podcast. Bleep it out in the edit. Okay. Should I even say it then? No, no. You can say it. Just bleep it out. So bleep out what? What I'm about to say now? No, you mentioned the podcast George so and Jesse Go. bleep out George and Jesse Go. Try to bleep out what the phrase they're going to say, too? They copyrighted it? I don't think... No, no. It's not about... This is about, like, we don't need so to... We don't need This to podcast is on life support. The last thing we have to do... I don't think so. I think you've been talking about ghosts a lot. This is a ghost ah, podcast. Where? No, no. Just... We're talking about it. Oh, the last thing we need to do is push people to other podcasts. So just all mentions of Jordan Jesse Go, just bleep those out. Okay. And that's the last one, Jordan right. Jesse yeah, Go. Yeah, just without a base, without a trace. And I take that to heart. I'm glad I listened to that show before I got into that. What the fuck? What's, what is well, the con- the nerf? I mean, the gun, I guess, has a base, but I was thinking like- Oh, you're saying that the, the like rectum little... will subsume things without a base. Right. Oh, you didn't hear- That's a- they threw that around for years without a base, without a trace. If you're sticking I, something up your I guess butt, I'm a fucking poser, even though I've been on the show multiple times. Yeah. Not as a guest. As a, Not as a guest. As a oh, call absolutely. In. As a call-in, yeah. Yeah. Still, I was very proud of that. I called in once when I did the Chicken Nugget Power Hour. Yeah. They didn't use the tape. My friend Cole also appears on Jordan Jesse Go. Wow. Yours was good. Mine was great, I and it became the episode one. title. Yeah. And features, of course, uh, New, New England stall, <laughs> stalwart uh, John Hodgman. Yeah. So oh, that's I, probably why they picked. No, no, it. Harry wasn't in it. I, no, that's I saw right. Somebody, someone walking someone their cat. cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I'm trying to say is this: I have Bleep been this an influencer in the podcasting space for years. Well, once years ago. Okay. Maybe. Shut the fuck up. We got to talk about it. Uh, the the look the NFL they're using it's, this rap music is it's every it's you you following this this I, rap I, music is. Everywhere, well, I heard about it's it. not even music. Where's the saxophone? There was probably a saxophone. Where's the violin? There probably was a violin. Where's the tuba? There you go. There was no tuba. I just imagine being someone who's offended by not just rap music, but by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg in 2022, where it's like, as a 31 year old, they have dominated the world of pop for my entire life right <laughs> for someone to like I, I well there goes the world oh god this mary j blige is terrible at music <laughs> she can't sing a quit she was amazing it wasn't a great halftime show but she was no. great i thought uh, her outfit was awesome her voice was lovely i missed i wasn't paying attention i missed the big eminem thing i'm gonna kill i'm gonna kill kim you kneeled. Not Kim Kardashian. Sorry, yay. We're talking about his freaking wife, Kim. He kneeled or something. Um, but yeah, I was... Uh, I think I probably posited this theory on the podcast before, but I do believe we are no longer... I think that the boomer generation might be the final one to like be offended and afraid of culture that way. I think we'll always be annoyed. No, that's not true. People are co- love being offended. The problem with the culture mm, we live in is that being offended and, and, and being victimized is no longer a partisan thing. I think for a long time, the, the, the and this is reductive, obviously, but the yeah. mainstream argument was like, oh, PC liberal types are always offended. But now everyone loves being offended and being victimized at all times. Like like the freaking – the people who won't get the vaccine who are like, I am like the Jews in Birkenau. And it's like – 
you know, that's a direct result, I think, of that culture yeah. of everyone being like, I'm, I'm going to offended. amend my statement because I totally agree with that. I'm thinking specifically movies, music, television. Well, just to be clear, uh, and uh, look, this is a little behind the scenes. If you have to cut this, I understand. To make an amendment for the podcast, we do have to actually file a petition, which the clerk has to approve. Then we have to send it to subcommittee to have okay. it read. Then we'll discuss and debate the condurn, the condurn, the, the, the condurn, the condurn. Laura Dern is going to be in the new Jurassic Park. That's exciting. <laughs> to, to go over Sam the concerns Neal. in the petition. Isn't a funny bit when they came on the stage? Then we'll bring it back for a, a revote on the floor. When and I then, saw... When I saw the, the trailer for the new Jurassic Park on your television, I said, that looks Suck like Suck my fucking dick. And then I, no, I said, that looks like a Cialis commercial. That was funny, it yes, because there, there was a great it shot of a- Sam Neill with a look in his eye and, and something about watching. <laughs> and the color scale, like everything looked like a cheap commercial for a drug that everyone wants. You know, I'm sure those movies have made an absolute ass ton of money. But millions. Like, the, the, probably billions, my friend. Yeah, you're right. Probably billions. Uh, I think, it seems yeah. like the cultural... It, it's another one of these trilogy reboots that like already doesn't exist. Like it's mm. contributed nothing. Do you think we should do them? I mean, I really disliked the I know. the first one. So yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> the first also, one's really bad. Like Jurassic World thing. was dog shit. I will be. I promise I'll be nice. But I also don't like the actual first one. So basically, the whole franchise. I'm just hopeful number two is surprisingly awesome. But for me, it's like I'm just going to be complaining a lot. Yeah. So maybe we'll see. It could be fun to time it out so that it, we do some episodes to prepare for this new movie. Yeah. Hey, did you do anything big for Valentine's Day? Um, made a big pot of pasta. Big pot of pasta. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I actually I fell asleep at nine o'clock before before Allie fell asleep, so she came upstairs and I was unconscious. Amazing. The ultimate in romance. You know what's fucked up is that like, you know, Super Bowl is the ultimate guys' day. Mm-hmm. Ultimate guys' day. Sure. We had tofu. Well, I had tofu. There was I had tofu too. Yeah. You had a brewsker. No I had some wine. Yeah. We're just growing down. I'm drinking Dude. a dry riesling. You're you're having a, a micro brew from Virginia. I think. I don't know where Grimm's from. I think they're in Brooklyn now or something. I thought they were in Virginia. No, they stayed, Virginia. I don't think. Old Virginia. I don't know where they're from, but I'm pretty sure most breweries, I can't think of one that like, even if they're bought out, I think they still say like, we're from where we started. Maybe that's what I say, but honestly, I fucking hate my hometown. I'll never go back to that piss hole again. You currently. Okay, shut the fuck up. Here's a question for you. What <laughs> is the date to 1984 that Reese arrives in Los Angeles? What is the date? Give you a hint. It's Taurus season. The (laughs) year is 1984. March 14th? No. March 12th? No. Fuck. March 4th. It's not March. May. Shit. May 14th. So close. 4th. No. You said it a minute ago. I know. My brain. May 12th. My brain is addled. How many Sarah Connors are there in the phone book, that old Terminator? How many is that he's got in his hands? I can't read. A three? And how many does he kill? Two. (laughs) Look at you. You're soaring. Yeah. That was a good one. I love that scene where he rips. That's another thing that, you know, millennials love is the phone book. We, We look fondly back on that. People could tear them in half or something. That was like a feat of strength. What are Zoomers doing to show how strong they are? Uh, uh, like they're doing a shit. dance. They're doing a TikTok dance. Strongly. Very strongly. Wow. And it's pretty good they're what they're cool. doing. Yeah. I think that's the thing is to go back to that earlier bullshit I was talking about, boomers. It's like 
when I look at a, a TikTok by a young person, I'm like, wow, they're way cooler. Like, boomers are like, they suck. I'm offended. Fuck that. Life's up. My life's better. And it's like, wow, they're doing cool shit that I, I'm just not even going to bother to try to understand it. The general boomer mindset, as I understand it, is that, like, when this country was unbelievably powerful and wealthy and white people experienced no repercussions for any of their behavior, more so for dudes, then things were fun. And then we had a really good time. Right. And I'm sure that substantively they had a great time but i would say yeah i mean no, i'm yeah. not I'm, no one's arguing no, that you had a great time you had a great time everyone's just like doing cocaine all the time is just normal and fine and i feel great anyways the fact that zoomers like with very little opportunity and a climate crisis and genuinely uh just a, a moribund horrific political system they gotta have fun in a clever way which is do little dance on phone do a little dance not make a little love because of the freaking cancel police right not allowed anymore. not allowed hey you seen this euphoria show it's crazy these never zoomers are out of, of control never heard of it oh my god they're in high school and I they're doing drugs that. oh that sounds cool i got a pitch today at work and it was like euphoria actually is bad about drugs you should talk to a drug expert about why the show bad who pitched that someone who worked for the drug guy wait there's a local drug czar that it's not local you? You, we oh. get these pitches all the time and they're like did you know 87 percent of new yorkers favorite rom-com is uh meet me in st louis oh, that's so good this should be a story oh well, no, that is basically the whole, that's the headline and the story. Well, no, but then I could do quotes. I could sample stuff from, you uh, do like I'll see you in St. Louis, you stupid bitch. That's oh, from, no. Wait, I haven't seen that one. That's the most famous line is, I'll, I'll see, see you, you in St. Louis, you stupid bitch. Wait, you said St. Louis earlier. Okay, okay. Fucking, it's which home of it? the blues. I'm just asking, which is it? Well, it's both. I think it's a colloquial. Hmm. I say St. Louis. You, that's what I said a second ago. Right. Yeah, and he said St. Louis. Are you from St. Louis? You, you carry yourself with a certain je ne sais quoi. I think it's my French swagger. Hey, we've got to talk about it. Hey, yeah. Actually, I've been to the French had a big uh, were a big part of St. Louis. I've been to the old markets there, oh, the, yeah. the old French part of town. Sure, we got to talk about it. We've got to talk about it. Yeah, I agree. Is it getting a little hot in here? Should I take off all my clothes? No, my friend. But Nelly did in a sex tape that I think he accidentally leaked to Instagram. But Nelly released a sex tape. Really? Yes. The, it's a video of Nelly getting his big, beautiful dick smooched by a beautiful woman. Huh. So as far as sex tapes go, he basically did the best possible one for him. Where it's like it's clear that he has a big hog. He's got someone that loves him. Someone who hog. is affectionate enough with him and his hog to to perform not like a cartoonish, like over-the-top blowjob, not a prude spare blowjob but a classic down the middle getting your your hog smooched so i guess kudos to nelly um, how old is nelly oh man he's got to be in his 40s right i mean i'm in my 40s basically you're not in your 40s charles though you are very old he seems much older than me i don't think so let's find out how old nelly is nelly famously a, a st louis resident and you can see him around town hmm that's cool. Yeah. So the, this came out on Instagram? It, he accidentally posted it to Instagram, where it was then, of course, recorded by people, and I saw it elsewhere. He's 47. Okay, you're right. So he's in his 40s. I'm also sort of right, because he's almost in his 50s. He embarked on his music career with Midwest hip-hop group, The St. Lunatics. So that's oh, cute. that's really fun. It's cute what he did. Sounds like a barbershop quartet. We're the St. Lunatics. Lunatics. 
and I'll kill a bitch. <sighs> kind of rhymes. You ever been to St. Louis? Of course you haven't. Where is it? You're an uncultured swine. It's the capital of Missouri. No, I've been to... Uh... Yeah, I've been to St. Louis, actually. Have you really? Yeah, I went to a chess tournament there. Oh, my God. When I was a boy. Did you check anyone's mate, if you know what I'm talking about? I did. I got a, a king thrown at me. Really? Yeah, it was fucking insane. This loser was mad. It was one of my best chess moves. You know a fork in chess? No. A fork is when you... Usually, it's when you put someone in check, but then um, through that action, you then attack another piece, meaning that... Be- to get out of check, they then have to sacrifice the piece that is also in line of being killed. Okay. So like you can do it with the bishop, you can do it with the knight. The knight's the best one because you have to count out all those L's and it gets very confusing for people like me. The knight, the knight. So I forked his king and his rook, took the rook with the king. By taking the king... Hey, I hope he got him <clears throat> dinner first. <laughs> no. Just yeah. more beatdowns. Okay. Uh, by taking his rook, I then put him in check again because he moved his king to a place that was then be in check where my knight landed and that forked his king and his queen he then moved mm. the king again <laughs> i took the queen that put him in check no, again and no. it forked his king and his other rook charles in three moves i took his three best pieces and then he threw his king at me wow i only have one follow-up question to that <laughs> yeah About what chefs? gun did the terminator use to kill two of the sarah connors an uzi uh, handgun with laser laser sighting. Oh, you're right. He used the laser sighting gun. Just what you see, pal. Pew. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Then he I killed the rules. guy. He killed the guy. Can I please have a gun from the future? Yeah. Hey, and, buddy. Just what you see behind the counter. And the freaking libs. They wanted him to go to like get a class first. Uh, no. He's got to kill Sarah Connor. Right. You want him to go to like a school for guns first? Oh, here's my gun license. Get out of town. How hard is it? Let the future robot buy the gun so we can kill the woman. I think that was the message of the movie. That's what the Second Amendment Oh, is that what the Second did. Amendment did? How many Sarah Connors are there in the phone book in 1984? Ignore middle names. <laughs> That's a good quiz. <laughs> How many Sarah Connors are there in the That's phone crazy. book? This is the same website? Yeah, same quiz. Same. What number question is this? I was the heroine of the film and the Terminator's primary target. I was destined to give birth to the man who would lead the human resistance to victory in the war against the machines in the future. Who played me? Mm, I don't like her. What's she's her great. I think she's great. She got presents. Oh, fuck. You thought of a nickname for her. That you called her That's for all I called her for. The whole run. Weeks. Is that like six movies we watched? Yeah, for we that? watched Jeez. six movies. Um, Jimmy Cricket. Sleepy Joe Biden. It's Sleepy Joe Biden. Yeah, he looked good. Hey, back, Mac, though. you're trying to kill me from the future? Get in line. Mac. Um, do, you want me to, do you want to take a little break and read some Ebert shit? Yeah, please. Okay. Um, uh, so he gave it uh, three. This is for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Okay. Uh, released on July 3rd, 1991. Just a reminder, objectively a terrible movie that me and Charles have successfully debunked. Still for people, a big sticking point is their right. like pathetic, futile inability to separate from their childhoods. I've never gotten a death threat for our stance, but I should have. Yeah. We should have. Well, that letter bomb, that was kind of a wake up call. Oh, you got a letter bomb? Yeah. Fuck, you should have forwarded it to me. 
I well, want one of those. I, it's hard to forward it. Once really? once it's exploded, what are you going to do with it? Oh, it blew up? Yeah. Fuck. You think this is a real hand? I do. He's a robot. He's a robot. Oh, he cries. Wait, are you scratching yourself or I'm just crying? scratching myself. Oh, I thought you were my robot here. crying. No, actually, I have to scratch myself. It's not really a robot hand listener. I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's we didn't get a letter. I rewatched uh, up. Black Panther. Uh, Andy Serkis is actually incredible in that movie. He plays the guy with the the robot hand that blows shit up. He is having a fucking ball. Well, I, I re- recently rewatched Twenty uh, Four Hour Party People, which is I need to see that. I haven't seen. You've it. never seen no, it? No, I know it's a it's a winter bottom oh classic that I've winter bottom right winter bottom yeah, yeah. total never, comfort food yeah this might shock so you good. are you sitting down yeah the film. This and again, I don't. I I take no pleasure in being the bearer of this news. This Michael Winterbottom film features both uh, uh, Steve Coogan and Rob Ryden. Yeah. I know what? It. I know it. What? I know it. I got to see it. Oh, I, you got to see I've it. I've been meaning to see it since it came out. The problem is you're not like, I'm a cool music guy. Right. I think that's why I never watched it. I'm like, I'm not a cool music when guy. When I watched it, I'm like, mm, that really is a Vic from the Daruti column doing a, I'm like, ooh, that's Marky Smith from The Fall doing a little cameo. Mm, okay, I have a question it. for you. Yeah. Do you think by not watching it because I don't want to be inauthentic, that actually makes me the true punk because I'm not being a poser by watching something? Oh, of, fucking something about shut up. In Terminator 2 Judgment. This is my Roger Ebert voice. I'm Roger Ebert. I'm Roger Ebert. And in Terminator 2 Judgment Day, the future once again comes hunting to kill John Connor, underlined for a hyperlink. Though the world does it go to John Connor's LinkedIn? You want me to see where it goes? Yeah, I do. I got opened up in a new tab. I don't want to lose my space. Yeah, no, we we can't lose this review. This is already off to a good start. Uh, Happy Reaper, th- John Connor movies. Oh, okay, so what other movies? What other movies? Did he do uh, other stuff? It says short time. Short time. <laughs> it links to just short. time. What's short time? I don't even know what short time is. They get two two stars from Roger. Not bad. The old um, two star magic. When the death whispers its invitation to Bert Simpson, he is a cop with less. Bart than a week. Simpson's in this. They got John Connor and Bart Simpson. Yeah, we gotta do this is. movie. Uh, he's got a less than a week to go before retirement. Kamabanga, dude. Um, Eat my shorts. I don't know what. Ooh, and then I got an ad for The Walking Dead. Oh, God. Don't get me started. He's like, dead. They got to stop walking. All right. Well, that was weird. So John Connor links to apparently an actor's name, John Connor, who is in the movie, whatever the fuck. Look, was. the Chicago Sun Tribune. Get your shit together. Uh, though the world. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I'm Roger Ebert. And though the world after nuclear holocaust of 1997 is ruled by machines, a single man can still make a difference. Mm. he's really getting to the heart of these movies and yeah how it's about a single man yeah. john connor I love it. He, good he's stuff right. he's right the movie is making the point that well many men can help a woman get over herself and and you know not kill the robot god this movie sucks and that man is connor who's a youngster as, it, as the movie opens but he's not even a man he's a boy mm. Roger. what makes a man what makes a boy Maybe Age. we'll say that for behind the Patreon. Yeah, let's yeah. keep that quiet. Right. Um, who's a youngster as the movie opens, but is destined to grow up, as most boys are. Is that really in there? In, no, I added that. Because okay. boys do destined. But you, you could have sold me on that, because that's how this man writes. <laughs> as the movie but, 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 the leader of a high moral resistance. You will recall from the original The Terminator, or perhaps you will not. See, that's how he writes. Is that the movie set in Los Angeles, where on May 12, 1984... Uh, May 
It's May 12th. It's May 12th. It's May 12th. Lindell. Lindell Hamilton. (laughs) There it is. Uh, This is classic, Roger. You will recall from the original Terminator, or you may not. Good stuff. That's good. The first is it really in there, or you may that, not? That Are you is actually in me? there. I like look to his credit as someone who writes for a living. It's great. If I could just not get edited, that'd be so sick. But yeah. like, who the fuck leaves that in? That's so weird. Uh, that the first Terminator played by Arnold Schwarzenegger was sent back from the future to kill Connor's mother, Lyndall Hamilton. That mission failed, and the young man was born. And so okay, that, spoilers. Here, Jesus, this is another sentence. Uh, that mission failed, comma, and the young man was born, comma, and so, comma, now comma in terminator 2 comma two terminators journey back from the future colon a good one comma played by schwarzenegger comma who is assigned to protect young connor comma I'm and a bad one comma right I'm freaking the fuck out played by Patrick, robert patrick comma <laughs> whose mission is to destroy <laughs> him oh period God, no! that was all one sentence no! how many comments was that i don't know jesus i was one, losing my two, fucking mind three, four five six seven eight Nine, nine and a colon. Ten. No, just nine. Oh, but it's 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 actually pre- pre- preceded by a parenthetical parentheses terminators. By the way, he writes like a. Fucking... Can I just point this out? Nine, okay, nine commas. Mm-hmm. Parenthetical looks they look like two towers. So what are you saying? I'm saying Roger Ebert predicted 9/11 in 1991, a decade before it, in That's his amazing. review. He's so of, good at this, and yeah. Oh my uh, god! Terminators, by the way, look like humans, but are made of high tech materials and have a computer brains. The bad one, named T one thousand, was apparently named after his great grandfather, a Toshiba laptop. <laughs> are you shitting me? <laughs> I don't know if that's a real trivia fact or just something that he thought was funny. Uh, that one thousand percent scans like a, a classic Hubert quip. <laughs> It's cool that he's neither smart nor funny. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. You'd think those machines of the future would realize that their mission is futile. That because Connor is manifestly the leader of the human resistance, their mission to kill him obviously must fail. Shut up, Dude, Raj. the whole fucking premise of these movies is that the past and future can influence themselves and change. That's like all time travel movies are based Yeah, on and if everyone just did more ketamine, they know it's real in our reality too. But such paradoxes are ignored by Terminator 2, which overlooks an even larger one. If indeed, in the last scene of the film, the computer chips necessary to invent Terminators are all destroyed, and then there couldn't have been any in the Terminators, so how can come the Terminators first place? First off, spoilers much, Raj? He, they didn't care about spoilers in the fucking 90s. Everyone's too busy uh, do, taking uh, oxycodone. It's true. Yeah. Science fiction has had fun toying with such paradoxes for generations, but Terminator 2, 2 takes the prudent course of simply ignoring and centering its action in the present. Or young John Connor. It, it's incredible how he can write about a movie that everyone knows and manage to write about it in a way that if were to describe it to someone and take out all the pertinent nouns, they have right. no clue what it does. Right. What is Jesus he talking Christ. about? Uh, they think she's crazy, of course. I skipped a little something uh, because he tries. She's trying to warn about the disaster from the opening chase scene, in which young Connor on a fast motorcycle. <laughs> he loves cars. <laughs> he loves vehicles. Outruns T one thousand on on a oh. speedy vroom vroom. Mm, Terminator two develops a close relationship between the young boy and the good Terminator. This is like like twelve year old level like reading comprehension shit. The good Terminator. I know. Just, why don't you say like Arnold or the first Terminator from the or first the T- movie or whatever T one? What was it? T one hundred. I don't fucking give a yeah, shit. Who cares? But that's what you do. This is 
sophomoric. Oh, let's go. Let's skip to the end. This is fucking long as shit. Jesus. Oh my god. This is a never-ending review of Terminator Two. Okay, sorry. I've heard of the never-ending story, but the never-ending Roger Ebert review of Terminator Two: Judgment Day. He likes the special effects because that's what he likes. Pew pew. While that's happening on the story level, the movie surpasses itself with special effects. Hell yeah, that makes sense. Fucking there tight. are the usual car chases, explosions, and fight scenes, of course. All well done, mind you, but what people will remember is the way the movie envisions T-1000. But more importantly, Arnold Schwarzenegger's sweet, sweet can. Look at that buttery, buttery, silky, smooth pair of buttocks. Yum, yum, yum. Daddy wants a slice. Cut him off a big old piece. The key element in any action picture, I think, is a good villain. Fuck yeah. Paragraph. Damn. That's his own. That's the a, thing a is, single... people were didn't want to talk about it. Right. People were afraid but to say having a good villain is good for your movie. But before that, they said, we don't care about the villain. It's a bad guy anyways. But Roger said, no, actually, The wrong. good villain is important. It's Jesus fucking Christ. This is his final thoughts. Um, this. Oh, my God. This sounds like someone I know. Terminator 2 has one, the good villain, uh, along with an intriguing hero and a fierce heroine and a young young boy <laughs> and a young boy who is played by Furlong. Like You already said that. I guess yeah, also saying, a truly terrible performance. Yeah, with guts and energy. But like, I don't know. He's talking about movie shit and then he's talking about acting shit in the same sentence. It's confusing and poorly worded. Right. No one was editing this guy. Talk about the movie. I don't know. Fuck this. Um, this is what I'm talking about. Final this sentence. is why success is a poison. He looks happy. The yeah, movie, he was getting the big fat checks. The movie responds to criticisms of excessive movie violence by tempering the Terminator's bloodlust. Oh, that's clever. That's, that's a smart workaround. But nobody, I think, he keeps doing that, will complain that it doesn't have enough action. That's how he ends. That's the end of it. Yeah, he was concerned that like, like just to get ahead of this. No, people are going to start. Complaining. I don't think that T two <laughs> lacks action. I mean, it does though. That's what we talked about. It's fucking boring. Well, look if if you're going to have Arnie with a big ass machine gun, it's like like fucking filling the sky with hot lead in front of a wall of cops. I want it to smell like fucking what Parts? fresh bacon. Oh. Yeah. And instead, it's like, I did not hurt anybody. I blew up. You are my little friend. Mm. Let's just go frolic. I love you. Let's go I frolic in you. the lava field. Amigo. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's going How much time are we at? We're probably done. Okay, let's just close one more question. Why? What, what day <sighs> did Reese no. come to... What? this question it's it's important three times well we haven't gotten to the core of it yet may 12th 1984 but what time 11 i'll give you one more guess just one 152 a.m <laughs>